Cue that theme song, baby. Okay. Are we ready to start? No. Oops. We have to riff a little before. I thought we were riffing about the cheap meat. Well, I don't know if that got on because she was talking not in the mic. Wait, I fucked up. Oh, don't worry, I will. Oh, no, you have to restart it? Oh, no, I didn't fuck up. It just sounds very quiet (laughs) in my headphones. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. Did uh, no, I had a couple. Okay. <laughs> we can redo the same time. Just rewind it, please, to get to the good part. Okay, but we're redoing the same time. Don't drink too much. Oh, don't worry, I will. How about a whiskey and soda? Huh, less soda than usual, thanks. And this is wine. To drink. <laughs> Just a bit might improve your humor. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. No, I've had a couple. Come on, I'm not drunk. And an excellent vintage it is, too. But if you're implying that I'm tipsy, sir... And welcome to Tipsy Terror, the podcast where we drink and watch a horror movie and then talk about it while we're still drink. And sometimes order melt. And We got some melt. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um. So, yeah, so. like she said, this is a... Podcast where we get drunk and um, watch horror movies, and we have a very special guest. We record guest today. ourselves. Oh. Wait, we record ourselves getting drunk, and then we cut in clips of us watching the movie while we're still drunk, like this clip. I would say it's about eighty twenty. The cats killed eighty percent of the people, and the man and his pig hunted the other twenty percent down for sport. <laughs> they just blamed the cat people because he was clearly fine during that entire zombie invasion. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely now, insightful. <laughs> now you can introduce our guest. We have a very special guest today on Tipsy Terror. Um, he and I have known each other for many years. We got fired from a job together mm, and have a, vi- <laughs> we have a very <laughs> special jo- uh, bond. Um, we just met Carly Rae Jepsen together. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I'd like to introduce a very good friend, Johnny Baker. Welcome. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. I feel so special. <laughs> <laughs> This episode in particular. (laughs) (laughs) Today's episode is about Scooby-Doo on Zombie Zombie Island. Island. Fantastic pick. I've been... Johnny texted me a long time ago, and at the time we we weren't sure if we were going to have somebody else do this uh, movie or not, but then I was with him this past weekend, and I was like, all right, Johnny, like, you for sure have it. Like, you're going to be on. We're doing this. And I'm so excited. Hell yeah. I am so excited. <laughs> <laughs> like, I came in, we were, like, watching the movie, and Johnny, like, beat me on trivia for Scooby-Doo. And I was like, oh, my God. Listen, I grew up way too obsessed with Scooby-Doo. <laughs> so with that, let's, I guess, naturally flow into our Below the Bar trivia segment. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Buzzers. Give me your buzzer noises. Like, zoink, Scoob. <laughs> <laughs> Jinkies. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. I can't remember a good quote. <laughs> just say Big it Mona. Gonna be, I'm just going to say uh, something about hot sauce. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is that enough hot sauce scoop? I don't know. All right. Already? Direct quote from the movie. Yes. <laughs> okay. 
So some so doing for trivia for Scooby Doo is a little tricky because or for this one well any Scooby Doo movie is going to be because they're not it's not like they're like huge blockbuster films or anything so there's really limited trivia on them so some of this is just trivia about like the movie not like fun facts about like making the movie and stuff like that what we usually do but it's like half and half okay so first question Mark Hamill aka Luke Skywalker. Famously voices Snakebite Scruggs is his name. Uh, but who else does he voice in this film? A. Shaggy and Scooby's airport security boss. B. Jacques, the ferry boat driver. C. Just various zombies. Or D. All of the above. That's enough hot sauce. Yeah. Um, the driver? The ferry driver? No. Damn it. Like, Zoink Scoob. Yeah. The boss. Correct. Hell yeah. He voices their airport security boss, so one point for Molly. Bonus, um, he also voices Morgan Moonscar. Oh, wow. um, The Confederate soldier that comes out of the um, mirror. And then, um, yeah. And then, like, uh, various, like, plantation workers in the flashback. Mm. Oh, my God. They got Mark Hamill on that. They're like, we're paying you for a full day's work. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, So, So is there a chance he could have done um, sound effects for the hog? I sure hope. No, um, I think uh, Fred Winkler, who did uh, Fred, I think he also did um, Mojo the Hog. Whatever. Um, <laughs> all right, so one point for Molly. Okay. Sorry, I'm eating French fries. Um, what is Morgan Moonscar's boat's name? Oh. oh. You'll, you'll know it when I say it. Probably. I know it already. A, the Black Pearl. B, Moonstorm. C, Mailstorm. Or D, the Luna. Like Zoink Scoob. Yeah. Maelstrom. Yeah. Oh, Maelstrom. I totally mispronounced that. Yeah, you're right. So uh, technically Molly is one. Um, <laughs> Can we play my song? <laughs> wait, we gotta wait. We gotta wait. I gotta, I gotta do it with honor. Last question, though. Right. Actually, I have two questions. What was the tagline for this movie? A. Miss Lenoir doesn't like dogs. <laughs> B, this time the monsters are real. <laughs> C, the island is not what it seems. Or D, Scooby-Doo, where are you? That's too much hot yeah. sauce or something. <laughs> um, uh, miss, uh, no, uh, this time the ghosts are real. The monsters are real, yes. Hell that's yeah. Um, and then I had a tiebreaker just in case. Uh, during the song that slaps called The Ghost Is Here, Scooby and Shaggy are being chased by what monster? A, Swamp Thing. B, a giant lobster. C, creeper. Or D, jaguaro. Like, zoink, scoob. Yeah. Lobster. Yeah, they're they're being chased by a giant lobster. (laughs) Okay, so Molly swept. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. As promised. (laughs) Molly, you've won this round. Next time, if you win a round. And I did. Thank you, James Wagner. That was Thank beautiful. You, James Very James cool. is randomly saying that on our Nosferatu episode, and so we've been using that as an actual. Did Molly thing. win the last trivia? Well, no. she was the trivia host, and uh, we both tied. So, so I said won. that she won because she stumped us both. I mean, uh, now I have a streak. Okay, so now it's recap time, baby. Boop, 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 boop. Um, so we have seven minutes to recap this whole movie. Let's uh, assign a few key roles. 
Who wants to be who? You called somebody a while no, back. I didn't. Johnny, you can pick first. Oh, is it Johnny? Oh, um, I'll be Fred. Fred? Yeah. Fred. I will be... I'll be Shaggy and Scooby because they kind of okay. exist as one. Didn't um, you want to be uh, Miss Len- Lenoir because can of the I accent? Be, can I be Miss Lenoir and then also uh, Lena? Yeah, you can yeah. be both. Okay. And I will be Velma. <laughs> can you also be Daphne? And Daphne, sure. And I'll also be Bo because I don't feel like Bo's in any scenes with Scooby. Wait, do you want it, another person? Uh, Is there anyone left? <laughs> yeah, there's Morgan the ferry driver. Um, oh yeah, the, Jock. Um, guy trying to catch the fish. Mark ooh, Hamill. Oh, I want to be the guy trying to catch the fish. Okay. Who wants to be Jock? <laughs> the scar bite. Any yes, requests for Jock? Yes. Yeah. I can also probably be him. We'll just let somebody jump in when it feels right. All right, seven minutes starting now. So the gang is hunting this ghost, and it's this, like, weird swamp monster-like thing. And then, oh, uh, classic Scooby-Doo, we find out it's, like, not a real monster, and somebody's pretending, and everyone's let down. Cut to fast-forward into the future. Who's Daphne? It's me, Daphne. And that's how we defeated the swamp monster guy. And I'm on this news program, and I'm doing an interview, and... um. Yeah, this is me, and also, I'm going to start doing a show called Ghost to Ghost with Daphne, where I go around and try to find real ghosts, because everything we've found since, from now, up to now, has been a person pretending to be a monster, and now I'm looking for real monsters. And it me, Fred, I direct the show alone. <laughs> <laughs> and it's me, Velma, and I am selling books at a bookstore um, while watching this um is it me oh yeah. yeah it's me scooby and shaggy i work at an airport customs and we find all this food and eat it all because uh we can't help ourselves and we get fired from a job you're fired i'm just sad okay and now it's my birthday it's daphne me my birthday and i'm i'm going to fred fred's coming with and me And daphne aren't you forgetting something what what i didn't forget anything leave me alone fred uh, open sand door <laughs> ah surprise ah. oh shit all my friends are here oh i forgot it's my birthday because i work so much anyway <laughs> let's go let's go on this trip it's just like old times and then we go um and then we keep finding ghosts or like monsters and they're all just people under the masks and i'm like damn During i can't find the song that slaps the ghost is here I can't find a real life monster. Hey, why don't you come out to Moonscott Island? Oh, it's nice haunted. to meet you. I'm Lena Dupre. Sounds like a good idea. <laughs> Let's go. And so we go to Moonscott Island, I guess. Does anything help? Oh, no. Is that there? a dog? <laughs> roo, roo. What? My, dog where? My <laughs> boss doesn't like dogs. Oh, Scoob, he's great. Don't worry. He loves cats. What? All right. So we meet Jack. And he brings us over to the island. He's the ferry driver. Oh, and oh, oh, I was trying to catch that catfish. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird guy. Oh, my God. Well, um, to be fair, he did save you from those alligators. Is that John Voight in Anaconda? <laughs> <laughs> so we get to the island, and it's covered in cats. And um, all these cats. Scooby destroys some stuff. We meet Bo, the gardener, who's a dick, who's also me. Um, and then we meet Simone. What is this dog? I don't <laughs> like the dogs. Sorry, we have a dog. Anyways, um, so then we all go and we like explore the house. We're just and exploring sh- the house. We, we, uh, 
oh, um, we have to look for a ghost. Fred, get the camera out. And then we're just walking around and some creepy stuff happens on the wall or something. Well, so Scooby and Shaggy are eating and they scream because their mouths are on fire. But then a message on the wall appears that says, get out. And Daphne's like, oh, my God, we got to record. Fred, make sure to record it. And then um, (laughs) Velma levitates and we catch that all on camera. And then chips away at the wall and finds the name Maelstrom and then Simone. It is the ghost of Morgan Moonscar. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because we, he had built this. He A lot of the stuff in the house was made from parts of He was the pirate. Yeah. <laughs> With the treasure. Yeah. <laughs> so later on, um, after we've researched Morgan Moonscar, Shaggy and Scooby are in their room and they're getting ready for dinner. Everyone's getting ready for dinner. And Shaggy's trimming his, um, I'm trimming my beard in the mirror. And then, what the fuck? There's a Confederate soldier coming out. And he's like, get out, whatever. And then, like, we freak out and scream. And then everyone comes to us. What's wrong? And What I'm happened? Like, I'm like, there was a ghost in the mirror. So we check out Why the mirror. Why are you attacking the gardener? <laughs> <laughs> we check out the mirror, and it belonged to a Confederate soldier. Oh, um, shit. Um, so now it's dinner time? So now it's I've dinner cooked time. us a delicious dinner, especially oh. for you, Fred. I decided not to wear my ascot. <laughs> <laughs> Actively on camera. Yes. <laughs> also, you two have some sexual tension, and I'm slightly jealous of that. So Simone hates me and Scooby, so we go outside to eat. Yes. The dog has the to The dog has to eat in the kitchen. No, no, no. The dog eats outside. Oh, no. So now we're outside and sad and lonely. And then... We get chased by Mojo? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. We're picking peppers. fall into a pit. Mojo chases us. We fall into a pit. We're trying to climb out. And then the ghost of Morgan Moonscar appears. Scares the fuck out of us. We get out of the pit. And then we go running. And we run into Bo. And he's like... Whoa, 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 what? And we're like, ghost. And then everyone appears. And hey, we're like, ghost. What are you doing with that gardener guy? Did that gardener guy attack you? No, we fell into a pit. Where and did this pit come from? <laughs> this pit. Where but did I was this like, pit I was come from? digging it up for planting. <laughs> um, so. Oh, a likely story, I say as Velma, because I am suspicious of Bo. <laughs> so. We move on and um, we. Uh, Should we split up? Yeah, I guess Wait. we. Sp- <laughs> yeah, that would be a friend thing to say. We should split up. <laughs> so we go looking around and stuff and. And I'll go with Bo. <laughs> yeah. And then. Nope, just kidding. That's no, a yeah. bad idea. Oh, well, I, as Daphne, oh, will yeah. go with Bo. No, Velma's going to go with Bo. I'll Bo. go with Bo, because I'm Velma, and I'm <laughs> suspicious of him. So then we all search the island, and then the zombies start appearing. Oh, no, all these zombies are So now we're us. all just being variously chased around by zombies, and um, we find out Simone was taken and drug taken. away. Yeah. I'm just no. trying to catch this catfish. Quack, quack, quack. <laughs> <laughs> so now... <laughs> so now <laughs> the real plot of this movie. <laughs> now the voodoo. Now Shaggy and Scooby discover the voodoo dolls, but we're we're like, what the hell is this? This is so weird. But we're chased out of the cave by bats, and so we're running, and we run into some zombies and stuff. But while that's all happening, the voodoo. You guys uh, are all encountering. Yeah, we we find this cave, and we find this secret cave that's hidden. Is and the cave? This is where Miss Simone was taken by the zombies. Oh wait, you she just said she was taken, but. 
Um, from looking at the markings on the ground, I could tell she walked in here. She wasn't taken. Why are you lying? I say as Velma. Well, I pull out some voodoo dolls, and all of a sudden, oh, you're no. trapped. Ah, we're trapped. Fred, help us. Oh, oh I can't move. Oh, oh no. I'm trapped too. Bo, help us. <laughs> and so now you guys are all trapped in Scooby and Shaggy. We're being run, we're being chased, and then we trip, and we fall, and we stumble, and we knock out. Oh, wait, no. You guys have to find out about Simone and them. Oh. Um, oh, oh, We have kidnapped you. As part of our sacrifice to the cat god that we pray to. Oh my god, you're turning into a cat person like from that trailer (laughs) that was released earlier this week. From Cats 2019. (laughs) So then Scooby and Shaggy stumble in and knock them out and they're full-blown cat people because we're being chased by Jacques. It's a cat fight. Jacques also turned into a cat and then like we're all running around and shit and then we stumble in and we ruin all their voodoo stuff. And um, and then we start to shrivel up because we didn't feed on their souls by midnight. Ha-ha. Yeah. Our and nine lives are that's up. That's the end. <laughs> There's been a lot of fighting and stuff. Basically, they die. Everyone, the zombies curse us. Also, we find out that all the zombies are people who were original settlers. Who were killed. Who were killed or tourists. These into people are like hundreds and hundreds of years old. Or something. And that Bo is a cop. Bo is a cop, yeah. But let's not forget mm. the most important plot point. At the end, as we're leaving the island... <laughs> oh, I caught my catfish. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but you were distracted. Ah, stupid dog. Freaking dog. And that's the movie. <laughs> that meddling dog. Um, Like, zoinks, guys. What a recap. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Johnny, we typically like to start by asking, like, why do you want to do this movie? Well, yeah. <sighs> well... <laughs> <laughs> Scooby-Doo has such a place in my heart, and, um... Uh, Is there a reason this particular Scooby-Doo movie? Um, it always, uh... It was probably the most terrifying to me as a yeah. child. Uh, especially with all of the zombies. Same. Yeah. Um, is there a reason you wanted to do Scooby-Doo over, like, a traditional horror mil- movie? Um, I just think it's such a classic. <laughs> right. How do you feel about horror just in general? Um, I am, I'm very easily scared. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, like growing up, this was the, the closest I could get to like right. a horror movie. Uh, do you just not like N- like normal horror movies no i do i do. like them okay. yeah I, uh, I i didn't really like start to actually s- watch horror movies until i was in college right uh, yeah that, like i like, never same. actually started mm-hmm. um yeah yeah but scooby-doo was scary yeah it was yeah <laughs> and this terrifying. is like a very scary movie this movie's yeah, fucked up for sure yeah it's a fucked up story can you imagine like a live action movie and this is the story oh yeah for yeah. sure it'd be phenomenal well, I think it's coming out in, de- in December <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's called Cats the Musical <laughs> they're gonna make us believe <laughs> they're gonna make us believe Wait, oh god isn't that like what's the tagline that they it, keep saying? it's something like you will believe or you something. will believe yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> you will believe. That's a threat. <laughs> I have never wanted to join a cult more. So then my next question is, Molly, this was your first viewing ever of this. Dude, I missed out as a kid. I wish I'd seen this when I was young. Did you? you have you seen other Scooby-Doo movies? Yeah, but like not really. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't have the same like You weren't of the Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo obsessed family. No, I watched Arthur. I was uh, a real peaceful kid. I feel like there is a divide yeah. of Arthur people and Scooby-Doo people. Well, <laughs> Well, jokes on everyone because everybody who watched either show is gay now. <laughs> <laughs> but so this was your first viewing. Did you yeah. enjoy it? Um, I loved it. It's great. I, but I'm like mad. I like wish I feel like I would have liked it so much more if I'd watched it as a kid and like yeah. been scared by it as a kid. Then now I'm like, oh, it was cool. But yeah. I don't have the same like emotional attachment. That's that's valid. Harish? Yeah, I like <laughs> Samantha has tried to make me watch this several times and I've never actually like paid attention and watched it because I've always I want to say once every three weeks or so I'm like I'm turning on Scooby-Doo and that's yeah. when Harish knows okay Sam's watching this I'm gonna do my own thing right. and he's like in the room but doesn't actually watch it yeah um but so yeah this was my first time actually watching the movie and it was pretty good yeah solid film right solid it's film. like a good ass story it's not um I wanted to ask, like, just about Scooby-Doo in general. What oh are you guys' histories? Because, like, for me... Okay, so for me, uh, I um, I didn't have cable as a kid. So <laughs> I was one of the Arthur watchers because Arthur's Hell on PBS. yeah! <laughs> this room is divided. <laughs> Arthur kids unite! <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, so, like, PBS Kids was my only um, actual kids channel. But then, like, um, anytime I'd visit my parents and uh, my grandparents in India... Um, they l- would have like cable channels there, so um, I'd I'd go. I think I watched I watched the young version of them more. Pup named Scooby Doo. A pup named Scooby Doo. Have yeah. it all a DVD at the yeah. I, I watched that more than the actual Scooby Doo series, but I was uh, definitely a fan of Scooby Doo, but not like obsessed like you guys are. <laughs> Um, I, th- I, s- I seriously think it's impossible to be a casual fan of Scooby-Doo. Oh my god, I love Scooby-Doo. I dressed up as Scooby for Halloween <laughs> three years in a row. <laughs> I, I refused to make any decisions about who I wanted to dress up as. I just always had a Scooby-Doo costume. That's great. So, so your childhood, mostly Scooby-Doo? Yeah, it was definitely my favorite growing up for a, a majority of it, yeah. So... I grew up in, like, rural Texas, so, like, cable and stuff... Cable isn't really a thing where I'm from. Like, even now, most people have, like, satellite, because it's just, like, the way the towns are set up. And for us, for most of my childhood, it was, like, the main room, like, the living room, and houses would have satellite, but every other house had, like, public access. Like, you had your TV, like, rabbit ears and stuff like that in the other rooms. And so, like, for most of the time, the main room, when you were home, the adults were home, so they were watching what they wanted to watch. So we had a big VHS collection that we would only watch the VHS. So I had like my dad was obsessed with Scooby-Doo as a kid. So he like transferred that onto us and he bought like every time a Scooby-Doo movie was released, he would buy it on VHS because that's like the one thing he gave a shit that we actually like watched as kids. And so I owned all of them on VHS. I had like episode collections on VHS. I had like a ton. So Mm -hmm. most of my like childhood, I had other stuff too that I would of course watch like all the Disney movies and stuff. But like I had more Scooby-Doo over anything else. So I was watching so much of it, which is why like I can just so easily pop it in and just watch it now because it's just like I've seen it and it's like very calming for me to watch. And I'd say of all the Scooby-Doo movies, this is probably the one I've seen the most. 
That's I think right. I had a Scooby-Doo themed bedroom growing up. <laughs> wow. Uh, if I'm remembering correctly. I didn't have a themed bedroom, but I had a collection of Scooby-Doo like stuffed animals. Yes, I, I have those too. I just think I remember like a pile of like 20. Yeah, like, just I had, the, I still have my Scooby-Doo like yeah? stuffed animal. Yeah. And then I definitely had like, uh, like dolls of each of the characters. Yeah. So when you said yeah. you had 20 Scooby-Doo stuffed animals, like... The characters no, just repeated like, 20 Scooby-Doo times. specifically. 20 different versions like, of Scooby-Doo. They would release, like, I, I remember one had, like, a detective costume on. And then, like, one was, like, a robotic one. that Detective like, Scooby? Stuff. No, like, there's, like, he's dressed as, like, a detective yes. and some stuff. D- detective um, Scooby-Doo. <laughs> but, and then, like, I just had, like, a ton, oh my God. just various forms of Scooby and stuffed animal form. And I'm talking, I'm serious, like, 20 of them. Like, just a right. huge amount. And I had other, like, Scooby-Doo memorabilia and stuff, but... Yeah, like, mm-hmm. if you're a Scooby-Doo fan as a kid, you are, like, a diehard, like, stan. Yeah, there were definitely, like, some board games as yeah. well that you I'm played, sure There was a computer game where you were in an amusement park. Did you have that one? Yes, yeah, for you sure did? I had that yeah, one. That yeah, that one was fun. I had an Arthur board game. There you go, <laughs> see? <laughs> I had, so, um... <laughs> for the <my> mom... divide. <laughs> my, my mom got this Arthur, like, video game... Uh, like a computer game from the um, from the uh, library, and then she like made a copy of the oh, d- disc, and I was like, "Wait, but it says on the CD not to make a copy under like legal protect." I was like the total narc. I was like, <laughs> "Mom, you can't do this. Like, you're not allowed to make a copy. It's well, you know, Harish, illegal. Having fun isn't hard when, when you've, you've got, got a library, library card. card. Hell yeah." <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> oh anyway, God. back to Scooby. Did you want to talk about your? Year. Yeah, because I Scooby-Doo do. Like history, I did. Yeah. I wasn't just like devoid of Scooby Doo until I turned twenty two. Um, <laughs> that rhymed. I know. I hate that it did. Um, I liked the live action movies a lot. Oh, oh yeah, those things slap. So and we are welcome They're to cover so those good. later. I would love yeah. to. You know what? Might go home and ask Harish if we could watch them. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I I like those a lot. Um, I know, I remember Cyber Chase. That mm. also slaps. I remember, isn't there another one where they go on an island and there's like Tiki? Yeah, so there's an, there's Aloha Scooby-Doo, which is um, I it's, think it's in one. Hawaii. And there's like a Hawaiian god thing that like harasses that them. That, that's probably the, um, I have a bunch of DVDs and I think that caps where I like cut off buying them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but that that was like while we were in middle school, like late, late, like early middle school, late elementary school is when that came out. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and like I've seen it like just like growing up like if it's been on but you've obviously probably seen at least a couple Scooby-Doo Where Are You episodes like the original and that's the thing you know like every syndication of the Scooby-Doo properties <laughs> so I don't know I was ever, just like oh it's Scooby did you ever like watch it casually on like um, WB or Cartoon Network uh, yeah okay so if you saw it on WB that would have been um, what's new Scooby-Doo okay but if you watched anything on Cartoon Network, you likely were watching um, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? I guess I saw Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Yeah, then? like the old, like, 60s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what Scooby-Doo, Where I Are You? I think, like, Zombie Island was also the switch, like, kind of, like, the transition <laughs> that between, um, like, the older Scooby-Doo and then, like, the new, like, what's new Scooby-Doo kind of art yeah. style as well. It is, it is. Yeah. Um, they did, uh, mostly through, um, I want to say ABC was the original broadcasting. I can't remember exactly. Um but abc really i feel like it's a i feel like it's a it's a network huh. um because like cartoon network didn't exist in the 60s you, right. had, you had networks so like they had the scooby-doo where are you series and then just throughout um like i was talking about earlier on the while we were watching like 
through the 70s and 80s it was just different iterations that did that never there was scooby where are you that featured the core cast of characters and then all the other iterations were like Mm -hmm. scooby scrappy and shaggy maybe velma and daphne were there like you really lost a lot of fred and then late 80s early 90s whenever cartoon network was a thing scooby-doo uh or pup named scooby-doo happened but then um they did these series this series which like johnny said really defined like all right, we're actually like remaking Scooby-Doo. So this movie was the first direct-to-video like Scooby-Doo like production. All the right. other stuff that were movies before were like TV specials, TV movies that they were doing um, that didn't feature like the core, like the actual Scooby-Doo full cast. And so, so from making these, then they transitioned, like you said, into like the mm-hmm. what's new Scooby-Doo art style and kind of Scooby-Doo got redone and revamped and like in a very positive way. Which yeah. are the ones that you guys are most familiar with? All of them. All of them. <laughs> yeah, I guess oh, that's a bad question. I probably r- remember uh, what's new Scooby-Doo the best out of all of them. Right. Yeah. I remember the other day that I uh, still know all the words to the what's new Scooby-Doo. Um I feel like because that was like that switch happened like during my childhood. Yeah. So I was like very aware. Like I was like, oh, this is a, like a new direct like style and direction. And yeah. Right. I was kind of very conscious of that. And, and the theme song slaps. Oh, it's, yes. Wait, <laughs> when you say what's new Scooby Doo, I hear the WB's like dun 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 like in my <laughs> like it chimes in my head every time somebody says it. But yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, how many like um, usually the Scooby Doo monsters are just people like mm-hmm. pretending to be monsters? But like, how often is it an actual real so, monster? This was um, a huge thing, like I said, in the time between uh, Scooby Doo, Where Are You, and um, I guess What's New Scooby Doo? Because like mm-hmm. there aren't really real monsters in that series right it's pretty much all people in masks again from what i can remember yeah i feel like it yeah Yeah. it's not so in the time between those two um there were a lot of tv movies um tv series like that were like limited runs and things like that that Mm -hmm. actually did feature real monsters um off the top of my head like i said scooby-doo zombie island features a real monster so this is the first of a small a short like a small series of them that actually were like darker like, this was the first direct-to-video Scooby-Doo thing. Like, they had had TV specials and stuff, but this was, like, the first one. And they they started off with this attitude of, we're going to make them scary. And they did. <laughs> but then there's, like, TV things like Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf, which is one where Shaggy turns into a werewolf. There's Scooby-Doo Ghoul School, which is where they... Uh, go to a school of for it's a prep school for young girls and they're all girls that are daughters of famous other monsters so there's like frankenstein's daughter mm-hmm. dracula's daughter the mummy's daughter like all that stuff and then there's like um boo brothers which is one of my personal favorites which uh is heavy scrappy do feature yes <laughs> um, Shaggy, it's it's such a fun thing but there's actual ghosts in that one um so there's like there was a time I think it's heavy '80s time where there and then into this um, new genre where Zombie Island picks up where there were at times real monsters featured. But then after the first, I'd say like couple of these like the idea that the monsters are like real, which was like the tagline they were doing for not just Zombie Island but the first like four. Right. It faded off and then it went back to people in costumes. Yeah. I wanted to bring that up because, like, especially in this, they're talking about how often it's it's just, like, we've never actually seen a real 
monster before and it's always like people in in costumes and stuff and i like as a kid like that was like something that drew me to it as as someone who doesn't really believe in any sort of monsters so you were into getting the real life like you you wanted to know like what the yeah, real life yeah. reasoning well, was not really like as a kid not really but like into my teen years when i started becoming more skeptical uh, I was like, yeah, Scooby-Doo is a great show because it's focusing on the skepticism than the um, actual, like, believing in monsters. But <laughs> I was thinking about this, like, as we were watching it, and I was like, if you're... So this is, like, something people bring up about the X-Files a lot is uh, the one character in the X-Files is a skeptic. Scully. Scully, yeah. And is Scully the girl? Yes. Even <laughs> though, like, for some reason, it doesn't feel right, right? Yeah. But yeah, it's Scully's Well, girl. like, Scully's the, the one who's, like, always skeptical about aliens. But, like, they their literal job is investigating aliens. So if you see enough aliens, like, there's got to be a point where you're like, okay, I'm not skeptical anymore. I feel like, though, you as a person would see enough aliens and be like, I'm still skeptical. Well, maybe. but Aliens are definitely real. Well, duh. Yeah, I can see somebody like dressed up as an alien think and that. think that they were real and be like, even if I know that they're not, like, <laughs> I'm, I don't trust I'm that. yeah, I'm not going to trust it. <laughs> right. I'm going to immediately go to the worst. <laughs> um. So my point with this one was that, like, if you're all constantly investigating monsters and every time it's always a person, like at some point you'd be like. It's going to be like you your default is going to be it's a person and not a real monster but like in a lot of like Scooby Doo movies uh, or like TV shows and stuff they're still like afraid of the monster especially Scooby and Shaggy. So I think the interesting thing with that is uh location. So in um Scooby Doo Where Are You the original series a good majority of it takes place in like where around like a general area i don't think it's ever really well see i don't think it's ever really (laughs) defined as coolsville in the original area but then later iterations it is called coolsville yeah um but yeah they kind of take place in the same area so at that point you'd be like uh who who's the latest criminal dressing up as now you know it's like you check the news and it's just casual but then like what's new scooby-doo like they're traveling around the world and people are doing Mm -hmm. this kind of behavior so it's a little different because it's like ghost hunting i feel like they also like in this movie in particular are very like aware of that yeah (laughs) like with daphne being like it's just a mask like trust me i'm going to rip the zombies mask yeah yeah that was good when bella's floating and fred's like oh we've seen this before it's It's wires (laughs) (laughs) like they're they're the skeptics of this which is good yeah i like that i like that aspect of scooby-doo that it's very skeptical especially like velma as a character in general is always the one who figures it out and she's generally like the skeptic icon like i even if you look back on like the original series like they never really believed the monster like of course shaggy and scooby-doo because they're scaredy cats but like they never really believed the monster's real they've always looked at it as like we have to solve this crime right you know it's just like finding the criminal and then just unmasking them and it's just a creative like it's basically a detective series just with zany characters right yeah it's like it's like a um <laughs> one of those procedurals but yeah. for kids scooby is a procedural yeah <laughs> you open you smack your lips like you're anything. that opened my third eye here scooby-doo <laughs> is a procedural <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Scooby-Doo can do that for you. Scooby-Doo has done more for me today than like it ever has. So I also, I kind of realized, I think I've seen this movie. Good. Okay. Something like happened and I was thinking about the cast and I was like, I, I also don't know if I've seen you that before. Seen it. I know like the image from, a lot of imagery from this shockingly goes around Tumblr a lot. Maybe. So you might have seen it. And then also with the Cats trailer, a lot of imagery okay. from this has been going Maybe I'm just tapping that. into my like, I feel like suppressed it, reaction to the Cats trailer. I feel like it always also played on like the CW yeah. and like, Disney and Maybe. Like, all of those channels uh, that I played on. It very frequently you probably was caught on. It in so you probably like channel surfing. Talk yeah. about plot twist of the century, though. You were Quake. <gasps> Timestamp 500. Oh, yeah. Plot twist of the century. I'm sorry. What? Okay. So, first of all, because we didn't really touch on this too deep in the recap, it's revealed that Simone and Lena are the bad guys. Whatever. They worship. But a cat god. They worship a cat god. We're like, who okay, kind of weird. Yeah, but who doesn't? Exactly. But then they turn into cat monsters right. and reveal that they're like hundreds of years old. Yeah. And have been killing people for like years and years and years to like Molly's jaw become dropped. immortal. You should have seen it. It came like out of nowhere. Like what? There were no, it's just, it's, it's one of those things where I'm like, okay, sure. But, like, because it's Scooby-Doo, I'm, like, into it, you know? Yeah. If it had been, like, any other series, I would have been like, whatever. Honestly, like, quite possibly the first plot twist of my life. <laughs> oh, for sure. Mine, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, really tough. Really especially after it. you're, like, so used to Scooby-Doo just being, like, it's a person in a mask. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're just like, oh, my God. And then you find out, like, oh, these zombies, they I think they're, they're real. real and then you're like, oh, shit, Simone and Lana are evil. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great time. Cat yeah. people. So, a big... When did this movie come out? 1998. Okay. Uh, Which is... A, so I'm not going to say it. I'm that sorry. makes it 21 years old. <gasps> this movie can legally drink with this us. Movie can legally Aww. drink with us. Aww. Um, so <laughs> let's give it a we're drinking Scooby snack we drinks, are, oh yeah, by the way we, we did make a special drink there's a special drink called a Scooby snack look it up it's quite delicious we kind of made ours a little wrong because we couldn't find yeah. the proper uh, we didn't have all the ingredients so these are more of scrappy snacks yeah <laughs> <laughs> but they worked <laughs> gotta say this is the most laughter i've ever seen live at a recording (laughs) thank you scooby-doo for this wonderful gift (laughs) but yeah we drink scooby snacks yeah (laughs) that's not what they're called they're scrappy snacks sorry we drink scrappy snacks scrappy snacks um so what I was going to bring up was, so this movie is marketed as a zombie movie, basically, yeah. because it's called Zombie Island. Zombie Island. And all of the imagery, when you look at like the promotional material, you don't see cat people anywhere. It's right. all zombies. <laughs> yeah. So you can classify this, obviously, as a zombie film. Um, but it's a little different. So while we were walking here, I brought up to Harish, like... So you have like the you know the creation of zombies as a villain and monsters with things like uh, George Romero's movies and stuff. But then there was a huge dip where zombies weren't really a thing. And then I credit Twenty Eight Days Later as kind of bringing it back up. And then that's like what got us yeah. back right, into zombies. So. But this movie happened kind of in between. And right. so it's a really creative thing to bring in. This was before the zombie resurgence. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then it's not necessarily kind the of about the zombies. They're just like <laughs> casually there. 
but they're how like do you not f- even bad yeah you know? like how do you feel about the zombie they're in it but they're not bad one of like, them they're was not a monster. pregnant tourist yeah that huh. was bonkers <laughs> But like, how do you feel about the zombies in this movie? The cool. zombies were what made it scary for me. Like, especially yeah. that scene where they were surrounding Shaggy and Scooby in the van. Like, as I like got flashbacks to my <laughs> childhood, of <laughs> like that was like a critical scene for me. Of like like that's what scared me as a kid. Right. Yeah. yeah. Even though they know. were the good guys, they still. Even though they were the good guys, yeah. I get why they marketed it that way to have like the plot twist of the century, but I also kind of wish like ah, you wish like, you it could have been either zombies or like it could have been like something different. Yeah. I, I don't wish I knew. I don't know. Like I'm not going to be happy with like if it was any different. I think you what know? you're saying is like just having two like very like powerful like creatures present kind of conflicts is that what you're gonna say yeah a little bit because then also i was like a zombies and it's cats but the cats like made the zombie like i just i was like whatever yeah. i don't get it but i don't it also like it's one of those like i was like it doesn't have to make sense for yeah. me to enjoy mm. it i kind of like this mostly because like most zombie movies that you watch are like after the zombie apocalypse where like everything's in ruin and you're just trying to escape from the zombies Whereas this is like, it's a normal town. There just happen to be zombies and they're not like taking over the town by turning everyone into zombies. And they only have been Mm -hmm. on the moon. Just casually rise out of the swamp. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. um, they're not like, it's it's zombies without being just an apocalypse scenario. Like you're still living in the normal real world, but you just happen to have zombies with you. And for the most part, the zombies are the good guys. Yeah. Like they're just people who were innocent and killed, which is like so fucked up as a kid to realize that just straight up murder (laughs) happens in this movie like a lot of murder right except for like you have the zombie of morgan moonscar and also the confederate soldier oh they're bringing in the confederates now yeah who in his own story is probably not an innocent but (laughs) whatever but like morgan moonscar who's like a predominant zombie and ghost figure in this movie He's not innocent either. Like oh, he just des- he's he deserved to die, and he's the reason this all started. Mm-hmm. Um, which the whole flashback scene with Morgan Moonscar murdering all those co- colonial people is so sad. But like, so ex- save like those characters. Like generally, the zombies are like good guys. Like mm-hmm. they didn't deserve to be there. They're trying to save the people which is like as a kid it's like you were so you know oh the zombies are bad they're gonna unmask them and it's like oh no that's so weird the monster is good right maybe the things that look scary aren't (laughs) and you shouldn't be tricked by things that look nice and the beautiful people turn into cats (laughs) (laughs) honestly this is like i feel like this movie is trying to tell us something about like that i should go home and worship my cat (laughs) (laughs) no yes i think there's a secret society of cat people and i think jeff bezos turns into a sphinx cat at night (laughs) oh my god if you're a part of a secret society of cat people please call me (laughs) i would love to know yes i would i would like to join (laughs) put me on your wait list i'll make some zombies for you you will believe i already (laughs) you will believe you will believe oh my god this is the perfect it's so threatening (laughs) it's such a threatening (laughs) like in a post cats trailer society 
that we live in now. This is the perfect movie to analyze through the lens of using cat people as horror techniques and on, on the way over here, Harish was literally like, oh my god, we're totally gonna talk about cats. I am not gonna let it go because it is oh, actually sure. relevant. Yeah. Oh my so, god. Um, while we're talking about the cats, like so we you know zombies this is the, the cats movie. The bad guy is this plot twist in the last episode. Um it's like literally the last twenty minutes or something like that. Very quick. You get like boom, cat people. (laughs) Like, yeah. It's just right there. (laughs) You just everyone turns into cats. Um so like first of all, how do you feel about like the cat people? Like exclude that they just kind of were a plot twist, but like how do you feel about them as like a creature as a threat and stuff do you think it fits in the scooby-doo universe do you think it's like a really cool thing or do you wish that they did something different with it i feel like it fits i feel like because it kind of like falls into the like werewolf kind of yeah you genre. said like, like werecat and i yeah, like, like beat werecat. myself it was yeah. funny um i feel like scooby is definitely touched on werewolves before oh like Multiple i said times. in the 80s yeah. they had shaggy turned into a werewolf yes, in a yeah movie. so like it definitely like perfectly fits in yeah to that like universe Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what about you guys i i agree i think it fits in really well i think it's like very shocking Mm -hmm. um especially because you're expecting like a normal person as the villain but it's very shocking when you first see it and then um but it's our unmasking moment yeah Yeah. it fits really well it's like um yeah this is what these people have been looking for this whole time and they just found an actual monster it's like literally the reverse unmasking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Instead exactly. of monster human, yeah. it's like human monster. monster yeah. That's very cool. It would I, be I like it. it would be like if like an Ed and Lorraine Warren movie, if they normally didn't ever find ghosts and just found people, um, and then just found a ghost and were very shocked by it. Like, I I feel like that's something that if you're if you're a real person who's like a even if if you're like skeptical and you're like looking for ghosts this is like your holy grail yeah you know it it worked really well i and think they all reacted to it like skeptics would where they're yeah. like what the f- what what the fuck yeah yeah and they were spinning the whole time just trying to find reasoning I think of like even, how it could happen even after um they turned into cats like when shaggy and scooby showed up over there they made a comment about masks and stuff I think even they didn't believe it at first, but yeah. then they, you know, yeah. reacted. We could have done more cats. I'll say it. Yeah, more, ca- well, more cats. So I mentioned this earlier when I was doing some research, but apparently a sequel, um, it already premiered. Or no, it premieres. What's the date? 20th? September. Um, it Well, it releases in september but i think it premieres tomorrow i want to say maybe oh, wow. at comic-con what really? yeah mm-hmm. like while we're recording tomorrow um i i it said july like 21st. 21st yeah, yeah it's tomorrow so i think it premieres tomorrow but it re- it gets wide released to september 3rd i'm curious how they're gonna go at this like are we gonna get more cat people because i looked at the poster and it's just the cast with some zombies right. and a, kind of an updated art style but one like the curse got lifted so how are they keeping the zombies are we gonna find out some weird technicality did did one of them did live? all of the zombies just d- disintegrate they disintegrated as well so i'm curious what they yeah is it scooby doing guess who no 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 it's like Scooby-Doo Return to Zombie Island or something like that. Maybe there's a different Zombie Island. May- well, no, it's Return to Zombie Island. So they are returning to yeah. the Zombie So I'm I kidding. mean, 
yeah, I guess you could write it that they come back or whatever. Well, I guess it's really timely that we're <gasps> recording this. Matthew Lillard. Yeah, Matthew Lillard's Shaggy in Hell it. Yeah. I'm so excited. The love of my life. I love him so much. <laughs> I hope it's in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> if it, I, I haven't bought any of the recent ones, but this is one that I definitely would probably It's buy. a direct sequel after Scooby-Doo and WWE Curse of the Speed Demon. I'm sorry. <laughs> I oh, think sorry, sorry, sorry. Sco- second Scooby-Doo film to be a direct sequel. Oh, okay. Oh, so okay. Scooby-Doo and the WWE Curse of the Speed Demon was a sequel. The one with John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I'm pretty excited for that. I'm curious where they're going to go with it because the, I hope it doesn't like ruin the way this one ended by like showing some loose end because I give this movie really props in that it is genuinely a good movie. Like it ties up all the loose ends. Like everything makes complete sense. Right. Um, it's just like, I don't know. It's, it's a good ass movie. Yeah, like even as an adult, I still respect the shit out of it. Plot twist: the catfish is a zombie. <laughs> That's where it's all coming from. The catfish turns into a cat person. The catfish yes. is an actual cat person yes. fish. Big Big Mona. Big Mona. We find that out the, the reason. Big Mona. I have Big Mona energy. <laughs> the reason that um, Mark Hamill's character, whose name Snake Bite something, I don't know, Scruggs, Snake Bite Scruggs, I think is his name. The reason he wasn't re- reacting to any of the zombies is because he too was cat person, but he was mm. catfish person. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. he was just I trying like to. The key the whole time was actually the catfish. <laughs> he was just hunting himself. Oh my god! Unbelievable. <laughs> it's not to me. <laughs> um. Um. So why don't you pass that around? Just so some viewing for everyone. <laughs> Nice. Ready for Matthew yes. Lillard. Um, so we, our very first episode of this show was about Coraline, and we were talking about <gasps> children's horror. Yeah, children's horror. And I don't think in that episode we had all touched on Scooby Doo, which is well, shocking. Okay, to me. I have a question. Do you consider the actual just normal Scooby Doo series as horror? I do. It involves ghosts involves and ghouls monsters. and monsters. Yeah. Tangentially, it's horror. Sure. And it's like, like a, yeah, like a mystery, <laughs> like a horror mystery. I mean, I know yeah. you've seen some of the episodes. Some of the episodes of the original series are freaking scary. The ghost ship episode yeah, would have you get seen me every time. The one where the, um, I think it's called like a gaggle of ghouls. I don't remember. The one where it's like the green ghost with the chains and they're like heads. Are- yes. Terrifying. I know which one you're talking about. Oh my God. As a kid, yeah. that scared the fuck out of me so right. yeah i would consider this to be children's horror and to me like this was my int- like if i can pin down an introduction to horror it's this and i'm shocked mm-hmm. that when we were talking about Coraline, i guess it was maybe the animation style that was throwing me off yeah like this is like my horror yeah this is like um you know it's kind of casual viewing for kids to be introduced because mm-hmm. you you're getting used to the side of monsters you know you get classic things like werewolves and vampires and zombies and stuff but then you're giving kids the satisfaction of knowing that the monsters aren't real most of the time right up until like kind of now yeah so, so like how how do we feel about scooby-doo like is it positive for kids to be viewing something like scooby-doo oh for sure yes. for, i i agree yeah i i definitely think it's very positive as a skeptical person I just in general prefer people to be skeptical. Um, but uh, so, yeah, I think that 
watching like Scooby-Doo series and stuff is definitely promoting the idea of, hey, maybe it's not a ghost at first. But it also like numbs them down a little bit to not be like kind of scared of other things. Or does yeah. the opposite and makes them terrified it of all things? It teaches people to be afraid of money grubbers and old yeah. white men, which yes. is the real yeah, villains in society. They are all literally always like white, old white men. <laughs> I think Scooby-Doo paints a realistic portrayal of horror. America's true villains. Yes. Well, I agree. Uh, yeah. Somebody pointed out that the original um, series was kind of taking place during like uh, some serious economic decline or something like that. And like yeah. uh, middle class was really, really struggling. And that's well, what typical the monster people are are middle class jobs that are just like trying to get their life together because they're being fucked over it's generally like people whose businesses are in trouble (laughs) who have to like bring their businesses back and stuff that they create these monsters to try to bring back their business or to like they're getting like um somebody's buying over their property and they're trying to scare them scare away. them yeah. away yeah which is kind of sad if you think which about is it. yeah i mean they're not the bad guys i mean yeah cases. this further solidifies my point this the shaggy and scooby are the bad <laughs> are the guys, bad guys. <laughs> the, all it takes is your mindset to realize that scooby and shaggy are the evil ones <laughs> You are absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's not even <laughs> eating all her food, it gets drinking worse. all of her beverages. Like Scooby and Shaggy's plotline of this movie is literally just destroying property. <laughs> See, I told you they are the evil ones. They just messed up around. Scooby's so famous. <laughs> Yeah. The true bad guys. But then, like every well, time, Johnny and Molly were like evil. <laughs> they do, they were, do work for customs. You convinced yes, me. So yeah, no, they are for sure. They spent this whole. I will die on that hill. They spent this entire movie just destroying this property. <laughs> I can't think of another. Like, there's always the classic bit on a on a movie where like they eat too much at a restaurant yeah. or something. But you know, like they're paying for that. Right. But like they show up. On Moonscar Island and just they destroy, destroy the house. This dude's yeah. like flower garden. And like all of those, like that whole like field of peppers is probably all gone at this point. <laughs> the amount that they ate, like they Honestly, took their entire harvest. They desecrated a man's grave. Yes. Oh my, yes, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, isn't it like tampering with a corpse a felony offense? Probably. I, I think, think it so. is. Yeah. They Maybe. stopped that poor man from catching his catfish. <laughs> <laughs> he almost caught his catfish. He's and so close. Big Mona, got so distracted. close. <laughs> yeah, so you're right. They are. Scooby and then, like, in the middle of. <laughs> Velma just peels the wall off of this house and she's like, sorry, I was curious. <laughs> Fuck Velma. <laughs> he literally chipped her drywall off. <laughs> You can't just go into people's houses and peel the paint. Like, right. I want my security deposit back. <laughs> you're going to pay for this. But yeah, you're right. They are the villains, I guess. I love that. So chaotic. Like, honestly, so... They're chaotic good. Yes. There's this... No, I don't think so. There's this theory that... um. Oh, yeah? My friend Brian Glowacki posited about, like, 
Dungeons and Dragons alignments that there's like chaotic good, chaotic evil, chaotic neutral, whatever. But there's also chaotic stupid. Yeah. <laughs> is that oh, Shaggy and Scooby? I absolutely chaotic it. stupid. Chaotic stupid. Chaotic stupid is like the best vibe, honestly. <laughs> I'm gonna scream. That is so yeah, good. I mean they just go that's around me like... playing Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> no, just actually like, that's dude. Harish playing Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> just doing anything for like no reason. Just yeah. Like, yeah. fuck with everything. Yeah. Chaotic stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um can uh, we rank them in terms of hotness now oh yeah you did want to yeah, do that we, do we that. wanted to rank the zombie so, island characters by who's hottest wait let's name all the characters first there's the so you normal get the core cast, the core five. cast well i'm not counting scooby sorry guys um we're not ranking we're scooby not ranking in terms scooby. of hotness no. can You're we have an honorary too. scrappy do ranking <laughs> so you got shaggy fred velma daphne um simone who is uh miss uh you know Simone, um, yeah. Lena, Lena Dupre, Bo, Bo Jacques, Jacques, Snake Bites, Grugs, <laughs> Snake Bites, Grugs. I think we should just stick with that. That's, yeah, yeah, that's a good. That's, that's ten that's people. Good. Okay, because we're not ranking the customs officer. I will obviously. die on this hill. <laughs> Bo is number one. <laughs> True, gay icon. <laughs> He's got, he's got that tight, like those tight sleeves over his butt. I he thought you were going to say that oh, tight yeah. ass, and I was like, oh, you know he it. He wears like <laughs> the tank top and like the tight jeans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's they a gardener. Knew. Yeah. They knew. He's big plant gay energy. So, so for me, <laughs> holes. for me, yeah. Lena's number one. Yeah. Lena. It's close, close with, it's like Lena's number one, Simone is close second for me. Oh, absolutely. Simone, Simone's like mm-hmm. a hot older woman. <laughs> the accent. It's, it's the accent, yeah. She, oh, and yeah. also she talks down to everyone and you're like, ooh. Yeah. yeah. She's part cat. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> when I saw them in okay. cat form, I was like, skyrockets to the top. <laughs> so the top two are the cat forms of them <laughs> and then <laughs> them normally. <laughs> no, actually, Lena's face in cat form, Lena specifically, scares it's, the fuck yeah, out of me. It's not as good. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, but then, but then Bo is my, my personal third. Mm-hmm. What about oh. you guys? I think it's, um, Lena Simone, then Daphne. You, you mentioned Daphne. Daphne could kick my ass, which is. Hot. There were certain takes of Daphne where I was like, oh. <laughs> but then it's Bo, because Bo's hot. Then Fred. Fred is like the the classic. Like, he m- makes you question yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny, <laughs> your childhood it featured some prominent Fred yeah. imagery, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, let's split up, gang. And I'm like, I'd rather you split me in half. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Um, and then I guess Velma, then Shaggy. Yeah, that's probably accurate. Animated form, <laughs> but then if we're looking live action form, live Shaggy, action. Shaggy number fucking one. Velma number. No, Velma's one. number one. No, yeah. Shaggy, yeah, no, I will no, die Velma. on this hill. You can't I'm in love Linda with Cardellini. Matthew Lillard. Come on. Matthew Lillard's hot. I think he's like very close number two. I'm in love with Matthew Lillard. I, Shaggy's my number one. Maybe Velma. Actually, though, I Sarah, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Guys, come on. Did you see Velma in that um, suit? I hated that as a child. <laughs> In what? Weird. In what? When it? she walks out, it's she, Monsters Unleashed. When she walks out in that like tight leather, the, like, like orange, like okay. she's like, yeah. "Who's your mommy?" <laughs> oh, I don't like what she says, but she looks gross. great saying. I it. think that it re- what ruined it for me is her looking Seth Green dead in the eyes and saying, "Who's your mommy?" Oh, Seth Green's number three. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I also love Seth Green. He's great, we love but, him. Yeah, live action form of Shaggy, top tier. Uh, 
animated shaggy bottom tier. yeah i was gonna like because i don't think like velma is drawn like sexy but um she's definitely like the person whose personality i'm most she's attracted so to like i would for sure like be dating velma throughout this entire movie life. Yes. every time yeah. velma opened her mouth all of us were like yeah yeah <laughs> She's got it going on. She's go- she like owns a bookstore oh, and all that. Yeah, I love that. She's great. There was I. You might can find it. Hopefully, you do when you're re-listening. But there was some line that Velma said that I like lost it <laughs> during the. I don't remember what it was. It was um. She says something skeptical. It's um. Oh my god! I almost had it because you had to say it to me because I missed it. I don't remember. It'll come to us later. I definitely yeah. said it out loud, so you can cut it in. Dear Velma's nerd ass. What'd she say? Daphne was like, I need a real live ghost. And and Velma goes, that's an oxymoron, Daphne. So hotness. We're all kind of like... Wait, who's the hottest chili pepper? We talked about this, didn't we? No, we talked about how you used to be attracted to Anthony Keenan. (laughs) Not on the podcast. You can cut that. (laughs) (laughs) No, you can't. We should keep that in. I don't... I meant, like, just in terms of the movie, because they're they're eating all the peppers. peppers. The hottest is Lena. To me. I vote Lena. I I guess I'd vote Lena too. Johnny's on Bo's team. Right yeah. Now. Bo's also hot. Can oh. we have like a Lena Bo cusp? Sure. Are you just are you debating? You know, I'll, I'll stand Lena. Stand <laughs> She'll be my like one true queen. It's her like, hair of the Scooby Doo universe. <laughs> you said she's the anti- she's the protagonist. No, she truly is. Uh, and no, yeah, she turned well, into a cat. They, I, yeah, she's she's my number one. Yeah, but they are like, <laughs> to be honest, like morally the ones on the right side because even for that they're murdering tourists. Yeah, they're murdering tourists, but so at the very beginning, live, like it's whatever. Yeah, at the very beginning, they like just found this place yeah. and lived there, and then it got ruined by some random fucking pirate that yes. showed up. So like, they are the ones, they're no, good yeah. ones. They're they were screwed over just taking in the beginning. Revenge. Like yeah. they're just trying to survive and doing what they can to survive, and then here comes Shaggy and Scooby in <laughs> to just just barrel through and ruin <laughs> their their time like they're just trying <laughs> to make it i wonder though you gotta you gotta you gotta ask yourself um if you were an immortal cat person that could live forever if you sucked the souls out of people oh i would kill would you go after some like capitalist tourists oh, absolutely. who are like oh, yeah, just definitely. after your like it's like very similar like I would, would you want them rich people because it is oh, mostly yeah. tourists yeah and like everyone kind of hates the tourists coming in you have to think about how tourists do often uh, ruin like local dude, native economies there's a show is encouraging the murder mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a show called <laughs> scam city it's on netflix it's basically this dude this british dude who just goes around to different cities around the world and like tries to get scammed and like to to just figure out what the scams are that happen in that city. What? That's cool. Yeah, he, there's one where he goes to um I think it's Istanbul. It's it's some place in like Istanbul, not Constantinople. <laughs> yeah, it's it's some place in like the Middle East um or in North Africa where he he goes and uh he like gets scammed into buying like um uh like one of those Persian rugs. But like a he he pays way more for it than it needs to be paid for, and the whole time I'm like, like tourists fucking deserve this. Like they're just going to other places, and you know they like if they can afford to pay for that much, then they deserve to be scammed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so 
Yeah, I agree. I was thinking of more of like coming in and ruining like the local nature and oh, culture. Oh yeah, for sure. And, like, yeah, environment. And eating all of the peppers in the <laughs> field. Oh like, my god, eating they, them almost into extinction. You would have to. Yeah, argue. those peppers that have been around since like the 1700s, I think, was when they arrived there. Right. Also, now I really want some like hot pepper like salsa. Or that sounds good. Yeah. That's hot all I was peppers. thinking. I was like, I would kill for some of that salsa, man. <laughs> Could you imagine? Hot sauce. What if a um, 1800s German actor ate one of those peppers? <laughs> How devastating that would be to their system. <laughs> oh, that would just literally, they. I think they'd die. <laughs> Explosive uh, diarrhea. Yeah. <coughs> so, um, something I want to talk about is this soundtrack had no right slapping like that. Third Eye Full Blind is bops. featured. Oh it's oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Like, um, Terror Time and The Ghost is Here, they're the same band whose name I can't think of. Um, I can check my phone. But uh, there's so, such good um, songs. Like, it's just like kind of, what would you call that, rock? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Joe yeah. Pizzullo like and Gary punk. Falcone. I definitely did like a, a ribbon routine to those songs as a child. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you were jamming. Me dancing around my living room. It, ca- it came on and you couldn't help yeah. it, you know. But, like, good-ass music. And something that I can credit the Scooby-Doo series, it, even in the original series, is that they um, they famously, f- like, would pick a band per season and just, like, let just that band random. score oh, yeah. all their chases mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And they kind of do that with the movies and stuff. They'll just get a band and let them score it. And, like... They're good. Like mm-hmm. Scooby Doo music is fucking good ass music. You heard it here, folks. And yeah, if you yeah, yeah. have never heard these, just look them up. It's the Ghost is Here and Terror Time. And I just needed to get it out there that to me this is one of the most iconic soundtracks of all time. Wait, oh, why yeah. haven't we been talking about Shaggy memes this whole time? Oh, how many ounces of power does Shaggy use in this movie? Zero, he is worthless he's in this film. Negative. I would say he's at one percent well, power. He kind of. S- they kind of rescue everyone on accident. Barrels in again. Ugh. Destroying property. You'd have to think if he was at a hundred percent power, how many peppers could he eat? That plantation would be empty. <coughs> Maybe the peppers are what held back his power. Oh my god! That's why he's so useless. Because the That's peppers why he's are so useless. Him. Oh my he god! He was so <laughs> suppressed by the peppers. Also, because Scooby was eating all the food and. Like when they are trying to eat that s- sandwich and he cuts yeah, it in Scooby half and then ate. Scooby just inhales the other half. I have to also <laughs> ask, bread. is there a sixth member of the mystery gang? Just like tape, well, actually sixth and seventh, just like tiny little tapeworms that leave their <laughs> oh, stomachs. Yeah, for sure. They were along for the ride. Mm-hmm. How does it. Shaggy lose so much weight? <laughs> Just, How does Shaggy stay from, thin if he eats all that so running, running from, from all those running monsters? From monsters. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I pause the tapers you'll because when he answer. ate all the food yeah, at um, TSA, <laughs> no, he, was, I think that's he got like thick. A, like a canon thing that like he just runs, he runs from so monsters much, so much that, that, he's that he burns off all the food that he eats. I'm like, so <laughs> pretty hungry. sure it was a thing. That makes sense. Yeah. I think that like somebody got asked that one or like. You know, they release those like books for kids that yeah. are like all those fun. Mm-hmm. Facts I think and stuff. I, I vaguely think remember like watching like a interview about Scooby Doo where someone asks one of the voice actors about that. Mm-hmm. I vaguely remember that. Oh, so yeah, cute. that makes sense. <laughs> but he's definitely a stoner, right? Oh, oh, <laughs> he's oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. 
the live I, the live action Scooby Doo movies were actually originally written to be adult movies. They weren't supposed to be for kids. Yeah. Um, and then the studios kind of decided, like, oh no, let's actually market it for kids. But that's why, like, like in Mary Jane. That's, that's why, my favorite name. Yeah, like that's why Mary Jane is the name of his love interest and stuff. Oh. Like, Shaggy in the live actions was going to be canon portrayed as a stoner, and like, there's that's no funny. way he's not. Like, he the this came out in the late sixty, like sixty nine, I think, was the first year it premiered. <laughs> nice. So like obviously oh, like yeah. there's no he way definitely is. he's he's a starter he's smoking <laughs> all the Wait, time premiered in a 69 yep same year the moon landing the moon landing which is the, the 50th anniversary oh, yeah. 50th anniversary today july 20th oh my god is it the harvest moon is the exact yeah are we cursed Oh my god, the we are cursed. The day we were all cursed. Okay. <laughs> the moon was created and we were all cursed. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, it's not a full moon, sad. Um uh, oh, I I had a question. If you guys were put in charge of a reboot of Scooby Doo set in modern day, what would you guys do? There's actually a reboot happening. Yeah. I, I'm talking about your reboot. No. What would I do? You know, I've never really thought of this because um, how you have always stood by, like, if it's a reboot, you better make it, like, a significant change that makes it better. Right. To me, like, I, I encourage reboots of Scooby-Doo and I want constant reiterations because I think that this is one that can be transformed. Yeah, for sure. Even yeah. if it's changed drastically, like, it's such a good like core thing Mm -hmm. you know like you can do anything with it and it's still good but like i honestly do not trust myself to touch this property in any way because i don't want to blame myself for if something came bad of it that's fair um i want like a scooby-doo american horror story crossover like so you want Uh, it to be actually like scary yeah like i want it to be like real tangible scary like this is real unmask have you seen personal demons. the short that Cartoon Network released where it's a Blair Witch? <gasps> oh, oh yes. We're, we we're should go watch this. it after it. It's good. Um, they, they to, as promotion for Blair Witch, they made the Scooby-Doo thing. And it's fucking creepy as shit. So, yeah. It for, traumatized kids. For our listeners, uh, what is it called? I think it's called... The Scooby-Doo Project, I think. The Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo Project. Doo. Where I did not see those. It's literally... It's, it's just a parody of Blair Witch, but... It's the Scooby-Doo characters. So it's shot with like a video camera, like shot uh, live action. It's just they insert the cartoon characters in the scene. They have like one looking into the corner, like at the end of it. It's shaggy. It's just a direct like parody of Blair Witch Project, but with the Scooby-Doo characters in it. Oh my God. Instead of... (laughs) terrifying it's so I'm good have to watch that tomorrow. we saw that like within we'll this past yeah it's not at your house it's on youtube like look it up it's it's oh, not no, hard to find it it's so this. good <laughs> yeah i'm to our listeners but yeah, yeah as a yeah oh yeah look it up but, stop what yeah. you're doing right now so i think that <laughs> that's it. the kind of thing that maybe you'd be looking it's yes. like scary yeah mm-hmm. i want to see that yeah um, the one thing that i have personally thought that like would be for me, a really fun thing to do is this movie specifically translating it into a live action horror film. Yeah. But the thing is that I don't want to like, I wouldn't want to look like I'm like ripping off this story because I wouldn't want it to be a Scooby-Doo story. I would want to just like apply, like pay homage to it and stuff, but Mm -hmm. not basically make a live action Scooby-Doo movie with the story. Like I would want to make a genuine like horror horror movie about cat people, these cat people and zombies and stuff. Yeah. Um, 
because I think that this would have like I think that whoever came up with the story you you deserve to have potential to write like an actual horror <laughs> film because I think this would make a fucking terrifying film but the thing is that this animated movie is so classic and so beautifully done that like any kind of live action iteration of it would be an insult to the source material um, so that's like the one thing that my mind has always gone to right I would love to do like a Scooby Doo VR game that would be so where fun people could either play as like what like could choose to play as one of like the mystery game oh, yeah. characters and that like you go awesome. through like and solve a mystery but it's like a little bit more free form so you can kind of do what you want right i think that'd be really great yeah that's really cool and you could do that with like the um classic mysteries too like you wouldn't have to um completely uproot and like write new like story you could like have it just be like you're solving like yeah. your own mystery but it's like yeah. vr so it's cool i think if i ever got involved with a scooby property you know like if i ever worked for a company that worked on it and stuff i personally or even if i got like a chance to write something i personally would write probably them with real ghosts i don't think that it's really done much now like i think it's mostly all still unmasking and stuff like that which mm. is classic scooby-doo but for me the scooby-doo that i really really loved was when they like made it real ghost because mm-hmm. all my top ones are the real ones so like i personally would make it a real ghost scooby-doo story mm-hmm. okay uh should we roll into our regular segments Do you wanna about an hour and 15 oh nice almost. you want to hit that theme molly oh yeah. shit uh, I was just I was trying to look at like what the writers have done since on um, why animated stuff mostly. Yeah. What would you do if it were you in this movie? So oh who, he did uh, the thirteen ghosts of Scooby Doo like yeah. one of the episodes. Nice. Um, who who would you be? You don't have to be a core character. You can be one of the side people. Who would you be? Big Mona. <laughs> Okay, Molly. <laughs> I mean, you're valid. I thought you were gonna be the the warthog, the mojo. Oh yeah, oh, I'm mojo. mojo. Yeah. Big mojo energy. By the way, none of us have dressed this, but Molly, you are dressed exactly like Velma. <laughs> it's just right wearing that gr- that or- green. Wow, that orange sweater. <laughs> orange sweater and the glasses. Yeah, and the glasses. Yeah. Oh wow, it's it almost works. like I was like. <laughs> I should look like Velma. And my, my little sweatshirt has oh, a yeah, you got, like, skeleton bones. piece sign. Oh. oh my god, where's my ascot? <laughs> I have an ascot. I had to dress as Daphne for a backburner show once. And yeah. I have a whole outfit. Oh my god, we should mention that uh, Harish is zipping himself into a scrappy doo person <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> he just like, had that I personally. I do have my Scooby-Doo costume. <laughs> oh my god, yes. We brought it for this occasion. So who would you, who do you think you'd? I'm for sure Velma. Velma. Like the skeptical one. I I definitely personally relate to Daphne. Like she 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 wants to believe really bad and but she's also like in her core like a skeptic. Like she knows that a lot of the shit's fake, but she's like hoping for more and like right. that's kind of like how I feel about life. Like I don't believe in anything, but like I wish that one day something would happen that I'd be like, fuck, this is real. Right. Uh so like I really relate to her and also just like um her like snarkiness, I really feel like I try to be like that. I feel like I have big shaggy energy because um, yeah. I feel like I just pull some big, dumb, stupid, like chaos move and, eat all and the like peppers. solve the mystery like <laughs> inadvertently. But also just like I feel like Shaggy definitely knows what he's doing. I'm a, I'm a shaggy truther. I think there's more there than me. Shaggy is secretly smart. I think so. Maybe. I feel like I uh, like my immediate thought is like, oh, Fred, like. I'm the one who's, like, caring about my appearance, uh, trying to take control of the situation. 
but then when I think about it, I feel like I'm more of the shaggy in that situation <laughs> because I have I'm always the one who is running away from the darkness. <laughs> like I don't. I don't even want to see like anything <laughs> that could potentially scare me. Like I want to get out of there. So what I'm seeing is Molly and Johnny are not allowed to visit an island in Louisiana because they oh, will destroy no, no, no. the property. No. They need to the bayou. I don't think I would like. Oh, I'd eat. also. Oh, go ahead. I don't think I would eat at the property, right. <laughs> but I would definitely hide in kitchen and like <laughs> i would be like in the fridge <laughs> to support my claim there's this scene where they go out to a van and just like decimate some shrimp which uh, <laughs> no it's, it's crawfish it doesn't matter i would like <laughs> oh it does they're okay, different <laughs> i okay, for my sake i'm gonna call them shrimp i could see myself just You're like camping me. out just eating slam and just chomping uh, down some shrimp me too yeah <laughs> Because Arish, what are we? I'm for sure a shrimp person. Shrimp people! <laughs> shrimp people. <laughs> shrimp people. But they're eating what crawfish, we, which is a more disgusting task. <laughs> <laughs> crawfish? Have you guys ever eaten crawfish? No. no. You, oh. I want to do oh. my Andre Crawdad man okay. impression, but I so, can't. <laughs> crawfish, Just know that I'm thinking it. A shrimp, you know, you get it, and it's sometimes you get like a prawn, and it's still in its shell and stuff like that. But a shrimp, mostly, it's like shelled and ready for you to eat. Crawfish, no matter what, when you serve it, you are getting it fully in its shell. You gotta like snap Feeling it. Baby. You have to peel. Mm. No, you like snap the head off and like suck the meat out. You no. just, like that's how a lot of people That's eat barbaric. it. It's <laughs> disgusting. And I never could get behind it. I still can't do this. Like I've been to so many crawfish boils, and I'm like cannot do it no this is also worth mentioning that we've all been to red lobster and eaten a limited sh- shrimp well, a limited shrimp. Shrimp. the three of us yeah. the three of us have been to shrimp i'm sh- probably i probably have at one point in my don't. life yeah it's don't so. go now it well, is worse now than you just have to be kid. smart about yeah, it just don't no. order the pasta because the pasta I, is too it'll, much it's yeah it's i don't gummy, think it'll slow you down yeah i don't think i would it this point just in my get life, the shrimp but I scampi. definitely did in like high school. Yeah, just get um, scampi sure. and some Caesar salad. I'm always down to go to unlimited shrimp. That ruined you would my go life. back. I yeah, for sure. I would not eat shrimp like forever uh. after that. <laughs> I had a really rough time. Harish the next day had leftovers and he was like chowing down, and I'm like, how <laughs> dare you? <laughs> oh my god! I grew up every year going to like an all-you-can-eat crab legs event uh. that like <laughs> happened every Super Bowl. <laughs> So I feel like I could probably handle all you can eat shrimp. <laughs> I've never had crab and it's, I never will. It's good, but not worth the work. That's my opinion. Oh, yeah. I don't want to touch like, it. You have to get good crab yeah. and like know what no you're doing. Thing. Like know it's how to seafood and it, it. Seafood as a whole, just a pain in my ass. Dude, I love seafood. Like seafood bar. Like I, li- I like oysters and shit like that too. Ugh. I'll eat any kind of seafood. If it comes from the water, I don't want it. <laughs> I love it. Like big, I like seafood too. Unless it's tilapia. I love tilapia. I love a big thick shrimp. Ooh, a big like a prawn. Mm. Like a, at least a three biter. Isn't mm, there like yeah. a Drake and Josh plot line that has to do with prawns versus shrimps? I feel like there's a movie about it. <laughs> probably really big shrimp or something like that. Whatever. Big shrimping. That's probably a thing. Um. So what did? Okay. So would we would survive? You survive. Would you? Movie? Would we have survived those cat people? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't that hard for them to survive, because like it was literally just. Scooby and Shaggy, they were underestimated because they were acting dumb, which goes into your Shaggy is a secret genius to theory. Because <laughs> I think that's they a real did thing. not they did not make the um the cat people had voodoo dolls mm-hmm. of all the characters except for Scooby and Shaggy. 
Um, so Scooby and Shaggy were free to run in and just cause a bunch of chaos and save their friends. Um, so I guess, like, yeah, it's it wasn't that hard for them to survive. I would definitely be... Like some, they would make a rooted all of me, and I would definitely be one of the people trapped. Yeah, like, me too. So I feel like I would have to rely on somebody else to save me in that situation. Me as well. And if I'm relying on Scooby and Shaggy, like I guess I survive. But if yeah. it was just like just me there, I probably actually would die because I would trust yeah. Lena and Simone. If you were a separate, ask them if I could join them. Yeah. So I guess I oh. would survive because I would want to. But be they can't a suck your soul, in. which is the whole thing that they want. So I don't know if they let you join them. I would just. I'll be like, I'll find somebody else for yeah. you. Like, do the let same. Me join you. Oh my do god. Do the same sort of uh, ceremony that they did to turn into cat people. Do the same sort of yeah. sacrifice. Yeah, but you gotta like believe person. in that god, you know. I'll do I, it. I already do. <laughs> if I get to turn into a cat person, have hell you seen yeah. my cat? I have. She She's is phenomenal. God truly is a woman. What? What a beautiful <laughs> her name lady. Is Chloe. <laughs> I, yeah, everyone needs to look at Johnny's cat Chloe. <laughs> check it, out, check her out on social media. I can't um, find the conspiracy I'm thinking about, but there's this theory that they're all draft dodgers. <laughs> oh, I've seen that theory. I've seen it. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, um, rating. Oh sure. Yeah. Is that time for that? Um, I think so. Okay. Would, do we have any other like? Would you survive, Molly? Yeah. Yeah. So um, what do we want ranking? Rate this out of peppers. Out of peppers. Sure. Out of hot peppers. Well, do we want to do the villain ranking? Oh, the villain ranking. We, we do we want a mystery machine? Oh, we can do mystery machines, yeah. But we should do the villain ranking first. So, Johnny, this one's kind of hard for you because, okay. like, we do it compared to our other um, villains. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Lena so and is Simone. It the cat people? Oh. I would say the cat people, not the zombies. Cat people are pretty interesting. They're complex, damn it. It's hard because it's like, did we do one for the signal? No, I don't think we did. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. But Um, are you sure? Because that kind of contradicts your Pony Pool ranking. That the Pony Pool virus is a villain, but the signal is not. Well, the signal we didn't do it not because we didn't think it was. We just forgot to do it. Yeah, I'm fine with like just giving it and forgetting. Okay. I guess it would go if I had to rank it. Not to reveal. You can cut this out, but we haven't done the morning after, so maybe on the morning after we can talk we can about just it. Do it then, yeah. um, um, let me look. Hold on. So for me, um, the cat people as a villain, I put them. Um, I put them right under Jennifer Check and right above Pazuzu on my list. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven is where they're ranked these cat people on my list um i'm putting them right under the lipstick demon and right above jason Voorhees. so that makes them one two three four five oh that is not eight oh that's the list i have we'll we'll compare it but um they're at ranked number eight for me because they are freaking cool like just an awesome concept totally badass could kick my ass yeah they will always be my number one number one um I'll put them uh, below the Sinclair Brothers, but above Ginger from Ginger Snaps. Do you know what number that puts them at? Nope. Is that <laughs> just low on your list? No, it's about middle. Okay. It's Oh, it's pretty high. Um, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. I think they're 12. Oh, nice. I would put them below like Klaus from 
the vampire the diaries. Vampire. Johnny, <laughs> but like, like, we'll talk about up, this offline. Well, but would like it, above, like uh, it from it follows. That's on our list. Yeah. It from it follows. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Like below Klaus, but above Klaus is it. Klaus from Vampire Diaries holds the biggest spot in my heart of antihero. Oh, yes. oh my god, I love him so much. It for me is number three on my list. It from it follows. What are your favorite? My, it from it follows is my number one. I think yeah, it follows is my number two. Hey, what are you your favorite just horror movies? Just really quickly, <sighs> or like um, ones that stick with you. <laughs> I think of like it follows. Yeah. With me, uh, because we watched the first time I watched it was when we were in living in the towers. Really? For I this, and it was just there. us for the summer, and I had to like go up to the like 14th floor on my own and i had the whole floor of this tower to myself so i would like get out on the elevator and like it was just like very uh, yeah it, it stressed <laughs> me out that summer because every time i got off that elevator i like was picturing somebody following me it's yeah. so crazy so, that y'all live like that because like on my tower we had like so many people on our one floor yeah i was just like <laughs> alone and it was just me in, in silence and so I think like that because of the like situation that we were in and that like living environment. When we saw the gallows together, that was like the worst night of my life. Oh, I blocked it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that definitely. Um, I don't. I. It's fine if you can't think of anymore. I like. I'm. I. I'm trying to think of. I. I don't know what it's from. I think it was probably like a. Uh... Ooh, the village. Oh yeah, uh, the village. yeah. I... Johnny, <laughs> <laughs> I love that, movie that so much. stressed me out a lot as a kid. And then um, this is not like a scary movie at all. But I was telling Sam the last time I saw her that this like defined, uh, like scary movies for me and like put me off to them but there's like a scene in Beethoven <laughs> where he wakes up in the middle of the night and he like turns on the TV and there's like this scary movie playing on the TV that's freaked me out as a kid I was probably like six watching it like five or six I don't even remember the movie I only remember that part but that stressed me out so much and I like could not I've no I haven't watched Beethoven since. <laughs> so that like defined like uh like scary movies for me, like that single scene. Nice. Okay, so let's just go into our ratings. So what do we say, Mystery Machines? Out of Mystery Machines? Yes. Um I can go ahead and start because yeah. I know for a fact on my letterbox I already have it ranked this. It's ten out of ten for me. Like this movie is phenomenal. And like I get it, it's like, oh, like there are, you know, top notch films that are like works of art and stuff but it's like this movie is like for me a definition of iconic yeah it like transformed my Mm. childhood Mm. it still to this day entertains the shit out of me and it's been 21 years since it was released it's a genuine like introduction to plot twist and horror for kids and like it's just really well crafted very humorous um soundtrack slaps everyone's hot (laughs) it awakens a lot for a child in one viewing oh my god Uh, and i think that if you're viewing it as an adult it's still a a genuinely good animated film i uh retweet everything that sam just said (laughs) i would also definitely rank it 10 out of 10 um it 
like even just like watching it today like we were all laughing at it and like having fun watching it and i think that that defines like what a great movie is is if you can like re like it's rewatchability and like it it's ability to live for 20 years and right. still be entertaining yeah. yeah um i would do like uh i do like eight out of ten uh probably you can give it less if you want no no <laughs> i i enjoyed this and i thought it was like really good uh but i'm definitely not as like connected to it as you guys are so it it was definitely just an eight for me but it's it's a really fun movie. Um, the animation style is really good. Oh, I didn't talk about that. We'll talk about this in a minute. Yeah. Um, the animation is really good. <laughs> the soundtrack's great. And the story is intriguing and, like, like gets you interested in it. So it works really well. I'll give it a nine. Um, kind of for similar reasons. Like, I didn't grow up with it. So, I'm, like, watching it as an adult for the first time, I'm like, oh, good movie. Right. But, like, it is, like, really, like, well-written I think um, well developed it's a good mystery and like it's like yeah it is really beautifully animated I think and yeah I don't know I just like I like Scooby-Doo so hell yeah yeah before we wrap up and everything I just cannot believe I completely forgot to talk about this is the animation style um, there were like cool techniques where they like played with angles and then at one point they racked focus which was crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah there was a rack focus they did a rack focus crazy which was to see that weird in an animation as an film. animated one um, but it was awesome but I like the production design so like the backgrounds like they were like you can clearly tell they were just hand painted backgrounds that they like animated on top of gorgeous absolutely like i would just take like cropped all the animation out in front of it that and just take the background painting and frame it and hang it in the living room it was so beautiful so if you're somebody who appreciates like good artwork like check out this movie for that because like there are certain glimpses of like the especially when they were showing the moon and the trees oh my god amazing yeah. beautiful i feel like scooby-doo always There's, did yeah. that really well like their art style and yeah. the the backgrounds were they, always They've always like Very even good. had like a each iteration just has its own like beautifully yeah. done. Yeah, for beautiful. sure. I loved that rack focus. Oh yeah, was, um, and it was just beautifully placed and well well done in the dialogue. I don't know you said what there was that a means, Rack focus when it's whenever it's like um so you have like a focus on like something in the fore like in the foreground in the front and then okay. like um it was I don't remember what they like, were talking it's, about. It's like if if there's something if there's two things at like different. So you got like a foreground points. background. Okay, yeah, yeah, and then so it's focused on the thing in the front and the back is blurry yeah. and then it like switches to the back. Okay, is like do you ever try to take a close-up picture of something and like the focus Yes. Yes. Yeah. But they were talking about Scooby and Shaggy, and then it racked the focus when Shaggy started talking. Yeah. It, was, it just happened that once, and it was yeah. so and good. And that's something you don't see ever in animated yeah, stuff. That was cool. And yeah. that's um, another thing, because like I'm only thinking about this because we've been talking about the Lion King, um, the new like oh live God. action in quotes Lion King, um, and how. Uh, animation is so much better than what they're trying to do with that version of the Lion King because you can have the exaggerated facial expressions and like just interesting movements 
Oh, Scooby Doo um, is classic do. for breaking physics and stuff. Yeah, and his yeah. nose like turns into an accordion yeah. and he shakes his it out. That was yeah. very cool. You can't do that with all that kind of stuff. Action. Like makes it a lot more interesting just to watch. Whereas if it were like live action, like the new Lion King, it's just like naturally moving animals. It's kind of boring. Will, I will give props to the live action Scooby Doo's. They still did like breaking physics and like. Yeah. Morphing, oh like, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. So they stuck to like the Scooby Doo physics with, and that's like a good example of like, yeah, those movies are zany, but they stuck to like what they were supposed to do, and right. yeah, like th- this was fun and silly while being like, you know, good writing and like good animation and stuff. <laughs> um. So, do we want to do recommendations? Yeah. Yeah, I have a lot. Um. Actually, so I can sure. start. You go ahead. Um. There's this video game. I really enjoy it. It's from the Nancy Drew um, video game series from Her Interactive. Mm-hmm. It's called The Ghost of Thornton Hall. And there are a lot of really similar parallels. So Nancy goes to this um, island off of Georgia. Right. And it's like this kind of like bayou island. And it's like this ghost haunting. And a lot of people speak with southern accents. And it's in this like mansion. And there's all these yeah. like hidden passageways. So she has to like kind of figure out like if this is a ghost haunting or if it's something else. And it's like. Right. pretty cool like that but you get a lot of the exploring out in the woods and in the graveyard and like like old like south island mm-hmm. like kind of aesthetics so similar to that here it's honestly in my opinion the best of the nancy drew pc games like if you're gonna play only one of them this one's like the like best visually and the storyline is probably the best out of all of them like in the recent developments it's right. very very cool um also, just because we talked about it, the Supernatural Scooby-Doo crossover. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. Um, I would also say Anaconda. Oh, yeah. Hands down. Oh, a, lot of, yes. a lot of swamp stuff. And yeah. uh, We made a joke about that earlier. Fern Gully. Oh. It's kind of my option. It's also like it's animated from like children, but it's also scary. It's like more based in. I would honestly. This is so stupid. I think Fern Gully is a little bit more based in realistic fears. Yeah, than this is because it's about like it's the about, environment, like, climate change and stuff. And I've just been thinking about Ferngully a lot recently, so that's my wreck. Tim Curry's in that movie, you know that? No, who does he play? He's the Smoke Monster. Oh my God, really? So speaking of Tim Curry, can I go into my absolutely? Um, so one of my first Scooby, my first recommendation is other Scooby Doo movies that are a little more like this. So mm, I was going to yeah. recommend the first four that were released, or the first three after this. So this was the first one, and then. Followed by Witches, Ghost, Alien Invaders, and Cyber Chase. Um, oh, so good. <laughs> all phenomenally done Scooby-Doo films with um, some kind of feel of real monsters in them. Um, there's also some play of, like, humans pretending to be monsters in the other ones. Um, but those are just, like, really good. They were early or late 90s, early 2000s done. I think they were released, like, one year after the other. Um, all kind of same art style. They were all done in the same studio, I think, in Japan. And uh, they're just phenomenal. And Tim Curry is in the second, in Witch's Ghost. He plays um, this, like, descendant of a witch guy who's, like, just a great character. Um, so I wanted to recommend those. And then the other Scooby-Doo recommendation is if anybody is interested in, like, getting into that, I always, always, always will recommend looking up Scooby-Doo Where Are You, which is the original 1969 through, I think, 75 was when it ran. But it's about three seasons long. Um, just kind of where everything is based off of. Really classic I will warn you that there is some racism in it. Um, oh, no. Like, there are... I mean, I, I'm not 
it's not really a shocking revelation because of the dates it was set, but there is some slight racism in some of the episodes, mostly to Asian cultures and Native American cultures. Um, mm-hmm. So, but like the seeing where like everything based out of is like really great, and a lot of the um, plots are really creative, and the monsters are genuinely scary. Um, but then if you want to go on a zombie route. I can't think of like any cat people movies, <laughs> but if you want more zombies, I would recommend um, if you want something fun, some funny stuff. Shaun of the Dead, of course, is a really fun, funny, zany zombie movie, but also Anna and the Apocalypse, oh, which yeah. um, is a zombie movie that's also a musical. It's a musical. And yeah. it's it's set during Christmas. So it's a Christmas musical zombie movie and it's so fun. And that's another one where the soundtrack like low-key slaps, especially the song called The Fish Song. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's really great uh that's kind of like another like fun dark movie and then 28 days later which is my favorite zombie movie but that's like an actual like horror movie Um, but that's what i wanted to get in i want to recommend buffy the vampire slayer um so uh, sarah michelle geller is our true daphne um (laughs) and also buffy and then also it's uh gang of kids who are uh, dealing going around dealing with monsters and they also prove that not all monsters are evil yeah it's a classic that's good Um, oh my god amazing i don't know if i have any recommendations other than what you guys mentioned Um, let's try to avoid recommending everything that scooby-doo has done <laughs> yeah i mean obviously all the scooby-doo movies um uh i guess Coraline is another okay. children's horror movie yeah. which is our first episode um don't listen to that episode. <laughs> uh, listen to it listen and appreciate what you have now <laughs> yeah <laughs> so much has changed it's very boring <laughs> um but uh yeah i don't i don't know um i guess whatever you guys mentioned all i mean other movies. other than scooby-doo there's not a lot of stuff that's like th- other than other scooby-doo you don't really have yeah. a lot of content that's like i this. was trying to think of if i've seen any movies that involve like groups of people investigating well doesn't oh, the original so. josie and the pussycats um cartoon not the comics or anything but they did josie and the pussycats as a cartoon series and there was a lot of josie and the pussycats scooby-doo crossover episodes yes. yeah okay. and they mm. were hunting stuff t- and i think the josie and the pussycats like they were also like kind of solving crimes yeah, together. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And it was a similar thing. They had a dog that was an ant, like a, or no, yeah. they had a cat that was like their mascot. Mm-hmm. And there was like a crew that basically kind of reflected the Scooby Crew, except for Josie and the Post Cats were always um, also there. Right. It's cool stuff. I would say the Scooby Doo Apocalypse comics, just because I've heard they're pretty good, yeah. and I want to read them. I haven't read them. I haven't either, but I'll recommend them anyways. And um, uh, the the um board game Betrayal at the House on the Hill. Oh, <laughs> that's it's fun. Very yeah. very fun. Um, you play as this cat like character, and like combined as a team, you kind of make up like your own like Scooby gang. Like everybody has like their strengths and their weaknesses to combine right. like a super team. And it is yeah. very, very Scooby-Doo, and you, like, go through this, like, house, and you, like, find all these rooms, and all this, like, mystery shit, like, haunted shit happens, and something called the haunt is triggered, and you play through this haunt with your friends, and um, it's pretty much everybody either, like, working together or working against one other person or just, like, working, like, for your own ulterior motives to, like, get through, like, this haunt scenario. It's so, so, so fun. Best board game I've ever played in my life. Flex? Um, yeah, uh... 
Any final thoughts before we just end? I'm, I'm good. I feel like I've gotten everything out. Anything. I'm good. Johnny, um, do you have any uh, social media or things that you'd like to plug? You can follow me on Twitter. I guess like that's where I'm most active. <laughs> I think that I'm really funny when I tweet. Um, my Twitter is metallic. It's like Mattel, but metallic. Like M E T T E L I C. And then, um, where can they find photos of your cat? Oh my god, you can find photos of my cat on Instagram at the same at. Yeah, and you need to see Chloe. I have a whole saved, like highlight, like story highlight of her. She is one um, of the most beautiful cats I have ever seen. Just she's very photogenic. I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so soft too. A she baby. Has a lot of fluff. Like Tom, my cat. I hope you're hearing this. You're a piece of garbage compared to this okay. beautiful she's thing. A, she's a true woman. She's yeah. amazing. She is a hundred percent woman. Um, this is perfect. You can follow me on Twitter at Save Our Shaggy. That's a Scooby Doo reference. Oh, um, but that's from oh Scooby Doo. Where are you? Not this movie. Um, and you can follow me on Instagram and Letterboxed at Samantha Dawn Thirteen. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Midsummer Queen. Uh, that's a Midsummer reference. <laughs> and I'm on Instagram at Molly Francis Haynes and on Letterboxd at M O one one Y H A I N E S. I'm at Not a Credit Card on everything. Um, and you can follow the show at Tipsy Terror um, on Twitter, Tipsy Terror Pod at gmail.com if you want to email us. We also have Facebook and Letterboxd at Tipsy Terror. Um, and then we have our Patreon. Uh, which is patreon.com slash tipsy terror, I guess. And for $1 a month, you can vote on um, one of the episodes that we do a month, what movie we do. And for $5 a month, you get a bonus episode. Um, and if we get enough uh, donations, um, we'll start doing more than one bonus episode a month. But uh, this month's episode will probably be out by now. Yeah, actually, I was just um, thinking about it. We kind of, I think we need to release that episode before this one. Yeah, and it's going to be about the music of horror movies and horror movie music that we've found that is interesting. Um, so, yeah, if you're interested in that, donate to our Patreon. Um, anything else? I think I'm good. Yeah. Watch cool. all Scooby-Doo content. Yeah. Yay. All of it. Everything from the beginning until the end. Yes. All Scooby-Doo. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Thank Bye. you so much for coming on. Oh, thank Thanks. you. Yeah. Oh my god, third eye blind. <laughs> third eye blind did what? Did uh the first song. <laughs>